Hey there, fellow 20-somethings. It's your girl, Sydney Winter. And guess what? The wait is finally over. Season four of Crying in Public is here, and I'm flying solo for the very first time. That's right, no co-host to rein me in, just me and myself in the mic. From relationships to careers and all the awkward encounters in between, we're covering it all. So mark your calendars and set your reminders because Crying in Public is dropping its juiciest season yet. Listen to the new season of Crying in Public on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nazi V2 was a rocket-powered bomb travelling faster than the speed of sound. You couldn't hear it coming. A technological miracle, but a military and economic disaster for Nazi Germany. How did the V2 come into existence, and why were so many of the people it hurt not the people you might expect? Join me, Tim Harford, host of Cautionary Tales, for my gripping mini-series on the V2 rocket, available now. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Justin Richmond, host of the Broken Record Podcast. Join me along with co-host Leah Rose as we sit down with the artists you love to get unparalleled creative insight. You'll hear revealing interviews with some of the most legendary figures in music like Paul Simon, Usher, Pete Townsend, Damon Albarn of the Gorillaz, and Missy Elliott. And you'll hear from up-and-comers like jazz artist Leve, who told me about her fast rise to fame during the pandemic. Listen to Broken Record on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Jubal Show, on demand. I think social media is actually making people not like people anymore. <laughs> it's the Jubal Show. <laughs> That's what it is. It's time for ridiculous internet questions. Call us up, 888-343-1061. Text in 41061. And the question today is, what is the one thing that you always take a picture of? And I say that I think social media is making people just not like people anymore. They just released a study of the top things that people are tired of on social media. <laughs> Number one, politics, of course. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right? Fair. That makes sense. Especially when you realize that your friends talking about politics, you know them. You grew up with a lot of them. <laughs> and they have no business talking about anything when it comes to politics. Number two on the list though, pictures of mundane life like food or anything else that's unremarkable. That's what it says on the thing. Really? Then pictures of kids and then pictures of pets and then pictures of your vacation. So basically people don't want to hear about what you're doing but what is the one thing that you'll always take a picture of? Call us up. 888-343-1061 Text in 41061. Becky, what is the one thing you always take a picture of? Uh, If I wear false eyelashes, I'm always going to take a picture of that. Oh, <laughs> really? I did it before one time just to see how it feels. Oh, it's weird. <laughs> Wait, what? Really? Yeah, it's like heavy on your eye. You've gotten them done? Yeah, I got. I just want to see how it felt and I did not like it. You okay. have great eyelashes, Jubal. You don't need them. That's what I thought too. Yeah. That's what the lady said when I was doing it and I just yeah. said, I just want to try it. For me, I feel like it, they take a little bit of effort to put them on and I feel like I look extra good when I have them on so it's always worthy of taking a photo because then I don't have to use one of those apps where you can like add in the eyelashes on Avatorin but it doesn't really look realistic so and a bonus benefit you can prove to your friends you didn't just sit at home all day you got something (laughs) done exactly exactly (laughs) alright Victoria what is the one thing you always take a picture of if I always have a good like candid moment we love those candid pictures what makes the moment candid? Well, like, if it's if you have a friend with you and you notice, like, oh, this is a good picture of them or this is, like, a good random picture of them, just take it. Oh, of your friends? Yeah. Oh, that's okay. nice of you. I like to plan for my candid pictures. Yeah, I spent about a week planning them out. <laughs> yeah. Call us up, 888-343-1061. Text in 41061. Hey, Tanker A, what is the one thing that you'll always take a picture of? My dog doing basically anything. Okay, yeah. Um, any yeah. dog owner, that's pretty much what they could always say. I bet your dog. Instagram's on yeah. fire. <laughs> 
Yes, it is. It's all pictures of my dog. I, hey, I want to get you off the phone so you can go take more pictures of your pictures. Okay? <laughs> hey, my- Bennett, what's the one thing that you always take a picture of? I am the worst at taking pictures, especially on vacations. I will always miss taking pictures of the people I'm with, the <laughs> landscapes, the views, but I'll always take pictures of myself taking shots. <laughs> so literally, like the video of us taking shots, like I'll go on a hike, I'll go to a national monument, won't take the picture, but you will see me taking tequila shots. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Are you always the last one in taking the shot because you took so long taking the picture of you taking a shot? Nope. First one taking the photo and the shot. Oh, okay. Okay. Enough shots if you're the one taking it. You can still take the picture. <laughs> Keep up, you guys. <laughs> Call us up. 888-343-1061. It's Ridiculous Internet Questions. And today's question is, what's the one thing you always take a picture of? Producer Brad, what is the one thing you always take a picture of? I am a father, and I always take a picture of my daughter, but not just Aww. any picture. Oh, okay, good. I thought you were going to say the thing that made her. I was like, I know. That, that's- <laughs> oh, yeah. I also know you probably take a picture that yeah. as well, but that's flown around the internet. I'm sure of it. Um, but no, either when she's super upset, I take a picture because I think it's funny when she's upset because she has nothing to be upset about in life. Doesn't that make her more upset? It does. And then the other thing I take a picture of anytime she's doing something for herself, I take a picture of it so I can remind her later that she knows how to do that. Thing. Yeah. What do you yeah. mean? Well, because she'd be like, Dad, I want, can you get me cereal? I don't know how to do it. And I'd be like, here's a picture of you getting cereal two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, as a, as a stepdad of a 16-year-old, I can tell you that will come in handy later. Yeah. Do you know how many times I've gotten just the attitude from like, um, hey, I need to figure out this. And I'm like, well, YouTube works. <laughs> <laughs> I pay like, for internet. Yeah, you got a slow leak? What's going on over there? Why are you making so, why are so many hissing sounds coming out of you? <laughs> we'll learn to change the tire, too, because they ran over a nail. We don't like that very much, but save those pictures. <laughs> the Jubal Show on demand. Very bad news for guys that use a car as a tool to overcompensate for their shortcomings today. Uh-oh. I'll tell you about it in just a second. Also, there have been mysterious sculptures popping up all over the world and nobody knows where they're coming from. What? Yeah, we'll talk oh. about that. And when you pass away, what will people say about you? That's well, amazing. One woman's hilarious obituary about her dad is going viral and we'll share that with you too in another hard-hitting live local late-breaking edition of the JNN, the Jubal News Network. It's news that you didn't know you needed. For Friday, March 24th, 2023, I'm Jubal Fresh, and for your first story of the JNN today, muscle car fans are in mourning right now because General Motors just announced that they're killing off the Chevy Camaro. What? Yeah. I actually love the Camaro. Really? I okay. wanted one so bad. Sorry. <laughs> well, they're killing it off. This is the last year they're going to make it, they said. Really? Yep. But don't worry, Chevy is still making huge trucks that can tell your massive ego, and uh-huh. you can put little berries on the back of that or some you know bullet hole <laughs> decals or something like that. So still doing that so it's all good oh you're good <laughs> alright this is the JNN the Jubal News Network it's news that you didn't know you needed and for another story let's send it on over to Victoria if she can get through it I'm now not that gonna she lie I'm still very sad about that <laughs> but something strange is happening in one small town in Australia that has all the residents scratching their heads and going oi <laughs> <laughs> that's, that what, that's what they're doing is that what they say <laughs> I think so what does that mean oi 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 mate if if you're Australian, text in 41061. <laughs> what exactly does oi mean? Oi. Bennett would love to know. Or are, we, or are we wrong? Is that not Australian at all? <laughs> if it's not, I apologize. Well, what's happening? There's been mysterious statues being erected. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, being put up all over town and nobody knows who's doing it. It's also mysterious because the statues that are being erected <laughs> put up all over town. <laughs> 
They are of minions. You know, like oh, the cute little yellow guys yes. from Super Bowl Me movies? So there's just mysterious minion statues popping up everywhere? Mm-hmm. Weird. Right? Crazy. Who's doing it? <laughs> they don't know. But maybe if the residents put out some mini onions, then minions will stay away. That's why. <laughs> Thank you, Victoria. Get that. it? Yeah, I get it. Mini onions, minions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know who nice. thinks that putting statues of minions at people's house without them knowing is despicable? Ooh. Me. Ah, <laughs> the movie. Yeah. Well, they might be yellow, but these statues are making the residents of the town blue. <laughs> Get it? You're sad. <laughs> All right. Is that the last joke? Okay, that's it. Well, one more. I hope they figure it out soon. It is in Australia, so maybe it's not a person at all who's putting up the statues, but maybe it's a dingo, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. A dingo nice. put up the minion statue. Right. Thank you, Victoria. This is the chain and the Jubal News Network. I look forward to the end of your stories every day. Yeah. I hope you do. For our next story, let's send it on over to Bennett. Hey, it's Benny. I'm in Georgia where one woman is going viral for the candid and hilarious obituary she put together for her father a week after his passing. I'm going to take some of the quotes because they're hilarious. It says, Kenny's three true loves were hunting, fishing, and drinking. Like every sad cowboy song, he couldn't stay married. But that didn't, <laughs> that didn't stop him from trying again and again and again. There's a total of four legal marriages and four legal divorces and one common law. And that's all that we know of. So this guy was very adventurous. <laughs> and this is his daughter writing that? This that's is his hilarious. daughter. So Love another that. one is, Kenny had a green thumb and was outdoorsy. He was also a skilled carpenter. This meant that he was great at growing his own weed. <laughs> and he was a champion of hide and seek for the 2000 a week when he worked for the union. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. <laughs> and uh, finally, it says he's survived by a father, siblings, daughter, granddaughter, and a plethora of nieces and nephews that he terrorized and traumatized in countless and original manners. <laughs> it sounds like Kenny was a good dude. Exactly. You know, like, his daughter's joking around like that. It right. sounds like he was, you know? I mean, I, I think when I pass, I hope that something like that is written as an obituary. You right. know? I don't want a boring obituary. I'll oh. add some of these jokes to your obituary. <laughs> <laughs> I want Victoria to write my obituary. Yes. Right here, whenever I pass and you hear about it, I want Victoria writing my yes. obituary. Write that down. Victoria, write that down. <laughs> All right, this is the JNN. I can't wait. I mean, I probably should wait because that means I yeah. have to, but yeah. I can't wait. I need to think of the jokes first. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Everything's going to be spelled wrong, too. I'm just saying. <laughs> this is the JNN, the Jubal News Network. Listen to the JNN this same time every single weekday morning to get your fix of the news. And congrats, suckers. You just got news. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Follow the show on social media. At the Jubal Show, follow us all individually. I'm at Jubal Fresh. I just thought of a joke. I'm at V Ramirez 00. Let's hear it. Well, it's like when you pass. You know how you say you just got newsed? Uh huh. It's going to be like, you just got, and then something with like you now being dead. But I, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the joke. <laughs> you just got no news because you're in the ground. Sorry, Jubal. Oh, gosh. See, that's so bad. I like it. I think it's great. She's going to do a great wait. job. I can't wait. You are going to do a great job. <laughs> well, I don't have any jokes, but if you would like to, follow me at Ben and Nose. The Jubal Show on demand. First date follow-up. Rec is on the phone today for a first date follow-up. He's not getting a call back from Aria. Hey, Derek, what's up? Uh, it's, actually, it's actually Derek. Yeah. Um, I don't know why. I just felt like saying your name that way, Derek. Derek. Yeah, I was trying to be polite at first. It's uh, too obvious. So. Derek, tell us a little bit about Aria. How long has it been since you guys talked? Uh, it's been, well, I mean, we, we've 
texted a little bit since then, but our date was about two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, okay. Mm-hmm. And how long has it been since your last response from her? Oh, that was like, I don't know, um, a little less than a week ago. Tell us a little bit about the date first, and then tell us why you think you're getting ghosted. Sure. I mean, it was it was awesome date. I mean, we went out to dinner, um, and we just had so much in common. It was, it was almost uncanny. I mean, we both ordered the same drink. Um, we both love calamari and so got two orders of that. Um, we're both like have Italian ancestries. We both talked about how we wanted to go to Italy and, and maybe like scope out some of the places that we're from. We've both done that like 23 and me thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. And then like later, you know, we, we took a walk and it was just, it was just really pleasant uh you know like even like the silences weren't awkward it was just like two people who felt comfortable with each other it was really it was really pretty amazing and i don't know i mean like the one thing i can think of honestly is that at one point she's like i don't know she's really into nature and, and all that so she was really scoping out this tree um and i took i took a moment to a hawk a loogie because it was just like it was, bothered me i thought i might kiss her later and you know so like i i I'm like wondering if like maybe she got grossed out by that. Uh, I was trying to be subtle about it, but you know, there's only so much you can do. Yeah. Sometimes, especially if you're hawking a loogie, (laughs) (laughs) but you think the loogie is the issue. I mean, that's all I can think of. Cause other than that, I mean, it was, it was great. I mean, like I said, we just, we like really clicked and just had a ton in common and I didn't notice anything bad so yeah i mean maybe she got grossed out because she she noticed you know i thought she didn't but maybe she's not telling me i'd like you to think about something so the loogie right you did that on the date yeah but she was talking to you after the date up until a week ago right so you guys are texting back and forth yeah so unless you were texting her a picture of you hawking a loogie i don't think it was the loogie (laughs) because she was still talking to you did something happen when you guys were texting no i mean it was it was pleasant and you know we talked about okay like maybe we'll get together again but um now i just feel like she was maybe being polite so i i I don't know yeah but why text someone for a little bit after that and then just ghost him like why not ghost him well don't ghost him anyways but if it's a loogie ew i hate saying that why not text him at all after the date yeah i mean that's honestly like why it's been playing with me you know i just i don't understand it Maybe Victoria's experienced this, but Jubal, I know a lot of girls who will just continue to engage with a guy that they don't like just because they don't want to get, you know, a bad rep or they don't want to get like they don't want to feel like, uh, you know, they don't want to be talked about with their friends and stuff like that. It's actually kind of sad, but but they'll do a lot of that stuff without even really liking the guy. Mm -hmm. And it that can go on for a long time. Like the nice thing to do would be to be honest with the guy and be like, Hey, I'm not really feeling this. I've been in years long relationships where I've been just being nice and didn't want to. (laughs) (laughs) So it's good to be honest. Out of the gate. Well, Derek, we'll see if we can figure it out. Okay. We'll play a song, come back and then call her and get your first date follow up next. Sound good. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, Derek. (laughs) We'll get your first date follow up next. This is the Jewel Show. In the middle of your first date follow-up, if you're just joining us, Derek is on the phone and he's been getting ghosted by Aria, a woman he went on a date with for two weeks now and he's trying to figure out why. Hey, Derek, real quick, before we call her to see why she's ghosting you and maybe get you another date, remind everybody of your date with Aria and why you think you're getting ghosted. 
Uh, sure. Yeah. I mean, we went on a great date about two weeks ago. Um, thought we had a lot in common, really clicked, um, but haven't heard from her in the last week. Um, and saying it might be because I, um, hopped a loogie. But I really don't know. Stop it. No. Come on. <laughs> Michael, open your mouth. No, Michael. Like how much, how big was the loogie? I mean, it was substantial, you know, like enough to like that I needed to do it on this date. Yeah. Why do we need to know that? It was meaty. That's, That's disgusting. Yeah, that no. is disgusting. Let's move on. Please. All right. We're, we're going to call her right now and see if it is the loogie or something else. Are you ready, man? Yeah. Thank right. you. I'm going to dial her phone over. Here we go. Hi, may I speak to Aria, please? Uh, yeah, this is she. Hi, Aria. How are you? My name is Jubal, and I'm calling from a radio show called The Jubal Show. Oh, wow. Um, hello. Hi. So, why are you guys calling? <laughs> calling because, I'm not sure if you've heard the show before, but we do a segment called The First Date Follow-Up. That's where if you go out on a date with someone and end up, end up ghosting them, they can email us to get you on the phone and ask why you're ghosting. And we got an email about you from one of our listeners. Oh, no way. Mm -hmm. So you've been ghosting somebody and they really liked you and they want to know why. Do you have any idea who would have emailed us? Um, yes. Okay, who do you think it is? Um, is it Derek? I know him as Derek, but yes, <laughs> his name is Derek. He emailed us and he said he said he was really into you. He thought the date was... In his words, very pleasant and very nice, like very comfortable, which is a good thing to say about a date. You know, like you guys have known each other for a long time. He also told us you were talking for a while on text and then you just kind of stopped talking to him. He doesn't know why. And he wanted us to call and find out. Okay. Wow. <laughs> just pretty crazy, but uh, it was just awkward. The date was? Yeah. Yeah. The date was awkward. He, he I don't know. He's really cute. He smells amazing. Um, <laughs> but on like... On the date, we had so much in common, it almost felt like he was saying things to, like, copy me. Mm. Like, oh. to, to make it so that we have more in common than we really do. Yeah. Um, too much of a coincidence to have that much in common. Well, what if you did have that much in common? Like, have you ever met anybody where it was actually legit? Uh, yeah, I mean, you question that. You're like, well, maybe. Like, this is, like, meant to be, you know. But it just got to a point where it was, like, too much. Okay. He thought that you might not be calling him back because he hawked a big loogie. Did you notice the loogie? Too? Ooh, no, I did not see that. Okay. So and that so that's it. That's the reason you feel like he was um, maybe not being sincere about liking all the stuff that you're into. Yeah, which is like you know kind of an innocent thing to do, but I I need a little bit more um, you know authenticity. I, I guess more uh, honesty. I wonder if he does actually like that stuff. Yeah, this is disappointing. Mm -hmm. I, what if it's just a great moment? It was like every single food choice where it's like, oh, I love shrimp too. Or, oh, I love, and then it got like really like just too specific sometimes. Like, mm -hmm. I, I don't know. It's hard to explain. It was just a vibe where you're just All like, right. mm, this feels like. <laughs> well, thank you for being honest with us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and since you were honest with us, I'll be honest with you. And let you know that Derek is actually on the phone and he's been listening this whole time and he would love to talk with you. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, hi, Aria. Um, hi, Aria. Look, I, I heard everything that you said and, you know, I could, I could totally see why you might think that I was agreeing with you and, and how that would be annoying. But I just 
genuinely like a lot of the things you talked about. I'm just an optimistic person who likes a lot of things. So it's easy for me to, you know, connect over, over that kind of thing. And I still think, you know, you're really wonderful and that we do have a lot in common and just that you're really, I mean, you're so pretty and you're so great. And I would just love the chance to go on another date with you. I mean, yeah, like, um, so so you really just had that much in common with me and you didn't just like, it just sounded like you were agreeing with me with every little thing. And like, there was no like almost individuality with your, you know, with what you like. And it just seems kind of like too good to be true. Too much of a coincidence. Yeah, no, no. I totally see like how you might think that. And like, I mean, you know, I, Agree. Like that's that's. Really <laughs> there we go annoying. again. Derek agreeing. <laughs> but I'm a laid back guy. I'm agreeable. But if I if I didn't like something, I would totally say it. I mean, yeah. But is there anything that like you don't like? I mean, you kind of earlier you said you like like a lot of things. So it's not very special if you like everything I like. If you can like everything someone else likes too, because you just like everything. All right, here's like, what's your, what's your favorite TV show? Um, what's your favorite movie and what's your favorite band? Um, I like Friends. Uh, I like okay, Friends. Okay, I mean, yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm not going to lie. I really like Friends. <laughs> like one of my favorite TV shows growing up. Uh, favorite movie is uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I love Ferris Bueller's Day Off. No, you're not. <laughs> Derek. I was like, wait, but that's a good one also. <laughs> I'm trying to get this guy a second date. Oh, sorry, what was your favorite band? Uh, favorite band is MGMT. MGMT? Ah, it's awful. They're so stupid. <laughs> They're stupid. <laughs> I have a feeling he probably likes them too. Yeah. <laughs> He's just saying it. Aria, would you like to go on another date with Derek? We'll pay for it. Um, he sounds like a nice dude to me, honestly. Maybe you guys are actually just into the same things except for MGMT, right, Derek? <laughs> Yeah, they're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, right. He agrees. He knows they're good. I don't know. I don't know if I can do it. I mean, look, look, I get it. I totally get why you would say that. But honestly, like, I think we work well together. You know, we don't have to talk about things we agree with or don't agree with. We can just, we'll just see. But, like, we'll talk about more things. And I'm sure things we disagree about will come up. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe there's such a thing as having too much in common. One thing you guys definitely disagree on is he hawked a loogie, and you said you would find that yeah. gross had you seen it. So, you know, listen, I think there's a chance here. And look, yeah. you guys do have, hey, if you think about it, if you think about it, Aria, you guys do disagree on something. You disagree on agreeing. Yes. So you guys are already disagreeing about something. Yeah, <laughs> I don't true. think it's a problem that we agree on too much, and you do. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, so there you go. <laughs> um. Okay, um... All right, you know, I, I'll give it another shot. We can really? try one more time. Oh, sweet. <laughs> Derek, we got you another date, man. It's, it's Derek, but yes. <laughs> the Jubal Show on demand. Jubal's Dirty Little Secret. Hello? Hey, what's up? This is the Jubal Show, and you texted us at 41061 and said you had a dirty little secret, so now we're calling you back. Hi, I hope you didn't hang up. Hello? Hi. <laughs> oh. oh. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> what's up? Wow. Okay, I didn't think you guys would actually call. Okay. Yeah, it's been a um, while, I know, since you texted in, but do you still have the secret? Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sweet. Can you tell us what it is, or do you have to? Or do we have to call you back? No, it's... um. 
Yeah. I, um, okay. My my dirty little secret is that I have been pretending to be my twin sister for the last six months. What? What? Wait. How? Well, like, like I set up a dating profile using her name, and <laughs> you know, I've been using her resume to apply for jobs, and oh, um, she just. She has always been, we're like identical, right? We're identical twins and <laughs> she's always been the golden girl and she's always been the favorite child of the family and everything in her life goes perfectly. And I just wanted to see what that felt like because I'm always, you know, treated like the screw up, even though we look exactly the same. Um, and so I made a dating profile because she's in like a, She's like engaged, so she's not on dating sites. So I figured, you know, <laughs> what's the harm? And I took some of her photos from her, you know, international travels um, and just said it was me. So the Wait. only literal difference is your names, really, then, right? And, and these people don't know her. They don't know she's the golden child. I've been using her name because people would Google her. So, okay. Is she like an influencer type? Like, because you said travel. Uh, no, she just, she's got like a, you know, she's like a, a lawyer. And so she's got this really good, oh. like high paying lawyer job and she gets to travel all over the place. Like, you know, she just was like, oh, I'm going to Turks and Caicos for the weekend. Or I'm like traveling to Morocco for a week, just like off the, you know, off the cuff. And, um, but like, if you, you know, if, if you Google my name, it's like mediocre, nothing shows up. If you Google her name, it shows like high profile lawyer. And, but she keeps like. Her personal life, personal. To, you know what I mean. Like she keeps her personal life to herself, but like her professional life is very out there on the internet. Yeah. Um. And so I figured it would, you know, like I work as a bartender, and like no shade to bartending, but dating apps are cutthroat, and like if you're a high-powered lawyer, they are much more yeah. likely to swipe on you. I am sorry that you feel like you can't be yourself, and that you feel like you have to portray your sister on these dating apps rather than just being yourself. That's so true. what happens when somebody swipes on you and then you want it to be more than just a swipe? You know, like you want to, then you have to tell them that you um, work at a bar mm -hmm. and you have a twin sister and you've been pretending to be here. Um, I haven't had to tell anyone yet. It's been, uh, <laughs> look, it's been great for short-term things. I'll be honest. <laughs> She's winging it. Um, <laughs> really good success rates. I haven't. But that's the thing is like the last date I went on is with a guy who I think, you know, we actually kind of hit it off more than I was expecting. And I'm thinking like maybe it could go more than like, you know, one or two encounters. And I don't really know what to do now. Huh. Well, okay. Did your sister know this? No. Would she be mad if she knew this? Like, would she be like really pissed oh, off or would she be more like, eh, um, whatever? Yeah, I mean, she'd be nuclear, especially since, um, God, the last time that we had, like, a family reunion, um, her boyfriend, now her fiancé, might have thought that I was her and kissed me, and I might have kissed him oh. back. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. Wow. Okay, that would probably make her upset. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for your dirty little secret, and <laughs> good luck being your sister for a little while longer until that doesn't work out. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> the Jubal Show on demand. Why are we doing this right now? 
And by this, I mean thinking, eating, talking, doing pretty much anything. It's a Jubal show. Because <laughs> life has gotten to the point where there's an app or a website or AI technology that can do everything for us. As a matter of fact, I'm not even here right now. I'm at home sleeping. I had a microchip implanted in my brain that controls the things I say on the radio while I sleep. So I'm not even doing my job right now. And to prove that technology has made it so we don't have to think anymore, when is the last time that you spelled a word without Googling it? Call us 888-343-1061. Text in 41061. What is the one word that you always have to Google to spell? Somebody texted in at 41061 and says they always have to Google how to spell recommend. Oh. Oh, okay. Is it two C's, two M's? It's one of those words. <laughs> it's definitely not two C's. Is it? No. <laughs> no, I think for sure it's okay, two. Bennett? It's one, one C, one M. We're not going to do it. Google it right now. You're also, Please. that's wrong. Bennett, that was wrong. Oh, no. you got to Google it. I was going to say what? <laughs> it's one C and two M's. Oh, yeah. Dang. <laughs> Here's Google's list of the most common words that people have to Google how to spell. Okay. Restaurant. I that can see that one. <laughs> Victoria, can you spell it? It's like R-E-S-T. Uh-huh. And then. You got this. A-U-R-A-N-T. You got that right. I did. Wow. Google just released their list of the most common words that people have to Google how to spell. Somebody texted in in 41061. I always have to Google how to spell hors d'oeuvres. That's a hard one. (laughs) Oh, that's what I was reading that and I couldn't tell what that was. Right. I was like, Victoria was looking at the text board and she's like, what's a horse devoured? (laughs) Why are you Googling that too? (laughs) That could take you to some weird websites if you Google that. Call us up 888-343-1061. Text in 41061. What is the one word that you always have to Google? Another word on the list of the most common things, pneumonia. Yes. That is a hard one. I'm oh, not yeah. even going to attempt it. I don't, like a lot of these words, I don't try. That's perfect then. Bennett, spell pneumonia without Google. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I-L-L. What? Ill. I mean, yeah, technically you got that right. I'll that was say. a really good way to get around that question. P-N-E-U-M-O-N-I-A. Pneumonia. Call us up, 888-343-1061. Text in 41061. What is the one word that you always have to Google how to spell? We're going over a list that Google released of the top words that everybody has to Google how to spell. Victoria? Someone texted and said Worcestershire. Wait, Worcestershire sauce? That's just a hard word to say. <laughs> but my thing is also, why are you typing that? Like, what are you typing that in for? Other than to tell someone that that's what you're eating. Exactly. exactly yeah. why you're typing yeah. it in, Hello. Victoria. I'm not sure how hard this is. Another... Word off of the list that Google released of the words that people have the most trouble with and they need to Google how to spell appreciate. Oh, mm. is I, that I think I can hard do that. No. Okay, let's let's hear it, Ben. A P P R E C I A T E. Is that wrong? Wrong. That's what I thought. I'm sorry. Oh, I you forgot the S H. What? There's a there's no Wait, no. No, yeah, you no, got it right. So you you actually got it right, yeah. Call us up, 888-343-1061. Text in, 41061. Hey, Carlos? Yeah, what's going on? What's up, man? How are you? Good. Hey, uh, another word is kernel. Oh, oh, that's a tough one. You're not talking about like a popcorn kernel either, are you? No. You're talking about no, a colonel. No. No, no, no. A colonel. <laughs> how do you spell it, Carlos? Can you spell it without Googling it? I haven't even Googled, but I just know how to say it. <laughs> yeah. C O L N O L. I don't know. Ernal. No. <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> yeah. That is a tough one. Thank you, Carlos. Appreciate you, man. 
Not a problem. Yep. Call us up, 888-343-1061. Text in 41061. What is the one word that you always have to Google to spell? Google just released their list of the top words that the human race has to Google how to spell. Receipt is on the list. Oh, yeah. Because yep. yeah. they decided to throw a P in there, right? You know what? That <laughs> is like, the what problem. Is <laughs> Most of the words on this list from Google, it's just that they're throwing random P's around. <laughs> Silent letters. No wonder the English language is one of the hardest languages right. to learn. 888-343-1061. Text in 41061. Hey, Neveline. What is the one word that you always have to Google to spell? Um, I have to Google psychic. Psychic. Oh, oh that yeah. is a hard one. Like it's spelled psychic, and they put a P. How does that have to make sense? It's a hard one to spell. Can you spell psychic right now? Um, I'm not sure. P-H-S-Y-C-I-C. That sounds right to me. Forgot you were close. You just put the H in the wrong place. Oh, yeah. Oh. Move the H over one. No one, no one really yeah. has. <laughs> Thanks for your phone call. Call us up. 888-343-1061. Text in 41061. Google released their top words that everybody has trouble spelling. Bougie is on the list. Ooh. How do you spell bougie? I know, bad and bougie. So. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, yeah, if you are Googling the word bougie, then you're probably not bougie. <laughs> uh, but anyway. I, I think it's B-O-U. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a J or a G. One of those little lower hangy things. Mm-hmm. Oh. I've spelled that in two O's, actually. Just B-O-O-J-E-E. I've been really bad at spelling that word. All right, your phone prank happens every single hour on the 20s. Your next one is coming up in just a few minutes. It's the Jubal Show. The Jubal Show on demand. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey there, fellow 20-somethings. It's your girl, Sydney Winter. And guess what? The wait is finally over. Season four of Crying in Public is here, and I'm flying solo for the very first time. That's right. No co-host to rein me in. Just me, myself, and the mic. From relationships to careers and all the awkward encounters in between, we're covering it all. So mark your calendars and set your reminders because Crying in Public is dropping its juiciest season yet. Listen to the new season of Crying in Public on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nazi V2 was a rocket-powered bomb traveling faster than the speed of sound. You couldn't hear it coming. A technological miracle, but a military and economic disaster for Nazi Germany. How did the V2 come into existence, and why were so many of the people it hurt not the people you might expect? Join me, Tim Harford, host of Cautionary Tales, for my gripping mini-series on the V2 rocket, available now. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.